voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky, swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome back. We've been gone, well, kind of gone for two weeks. We were here on the off weeks doing a few radio articles, but nothing serious. But we are back now and ready to go. Is that correct, Jeff? Well, let me see. The script is here. I got to page one of the script, and we are ready to go. Where's your credit yeah, card? I expected to hear that little whistle that Larry Glick, you know, yeah. that thing he used to do. Go, let me check. Yes, it is Larry, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeff set us up for tonight. All right. Let me see. Let me set us up. I think I'm going to have a gin and tonic, and I'll have another gin and tonic, and another gin and tonic. That's but a problem. Won't be able to do that until after already. the show. Right, Bernie? Yeah. You got that. So yeah. let's start things off with our... I start now. <laughs> I figured that you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, I hear you. You're right. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call that are in format changes. And we have to take uh, a little credit to say hello to Perry on this one, on, on, on the uh, feature, Bill Sparks' feature. We're going to visit Des Moines, Iowa, WHOAM, from March 22nd, 1979. Next, we're going to travel to Los Angeles, California, and we're going to remember a consultant who put KFWB on the map. His name is Chuck Lurie. He passed away in uh, about a week ago at the age of 91. But he came up with the idea of color radio, and he came up with the idea of calling radios not by frequencies, but calling them channels, like Channel 98 or, or Channel uh, or channel 62 or whatever. And we're going to hear Wink Martindale. You might, you might remember him as a game show host on, on television, but he was also a very well-established radio announcer from June 2nd, 1965. And finally, we're going to travel to Anchorage, Alaska. And I have to give my 14-year-old daughter credit for this one, as I wasn't really sure what to do for a featured station. And she said, well, I have all these cards that have the names of the, of the states, all 50 states. And I picked out a card, and it was Alaska. And we're going to listen to KZND with their FM with their alternate alternative rock format. So all in all, we've got a very, very, very busy show this week. Over very scientific, the way you did that, Jeff. That's well, you know, it's a, I, 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 she, my daughter likes radio. And I figured as long as she wanted to help me with that, what's wrong with that? Right, Bernie? Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is we I don't know that we've done any Alaska that I can remember. I don't I think we have. So. I don't think so. I don't Maybe think so either. Hawaii. At Hawaii. Yeah, we, we had Hawaii. We, we, we have done, done Hawaii. Hawaii. We did one station Hawaii. in Hawaii, but we did not do Alaska. So, uh, oh. But I don't know that we've done any other thing. So, Jeff, before we do your news, I'm going to pre-do a pre-little news story. here. This won't take but just a moment. Um, I'm sure some people are familiar with listening to iHeartRadio or... Well, iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio have formed a partnership as so that iHeart material can now be played on TuneIn Radio. And you say, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, there's really not, except 
if you have an iPhone, and about 90% of everybody does, you can tell your iPhone to play a certain radio station, and it will do that before you, and it would never do that before unless you went to use your phone and go to your iHeartRadio app. So, let's see here. Let me... Nine notifications. Fire up my phone MLB here. Grouped. Now, let's breaking. Rizzo headed to Yanks. Yankees have a um, deal to acquire one B. Anthony Rizzo from Cubs. Source tells MLB.com. Hey, hey yeah. See, I, 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 Yanks trade for Anthony Rizzo. Let me get my phone. MLB, try again. Nine All right, there we go. All right, MLB. so I got my phone here ready Thursday, to go. July 29th. And I'm going to say, well, maybe I'll say. Thursday. Play WLW from TuneIn Radio. 700 WLW now playing on TuneIn Radio. Yeah. So, wow. Kentucky reporting more than sixteen hundred. There you go. So, past day, that's the yeah, I, I didn't think you could even get WLW on TuneIn. Now, as now as you can. Now, as well, now, now you, you can, can. Brady. So well, that's I really so what I wanted, wanted to show. To right. clarify, this, this is the second time around for iHeart on TuneIn. So. Right, but they they've been off of uh, TuneIn, Jeff, for. Well, ever since they ever since they were taken over by uh, ever since they were became a publicly traded company when they got funding from uh, from uh, uh, capital funding and I forgot the name of the other company. So, yeah, uh, but that, that's been that's almost fifteen years ago. Bain yeah. Capital, Thomas Lee and Bain Capital. Right. So is this going to keep TuneIn alive? Because you know, TuneIn, of course, they dropped all kinds of things, and we're having a lot of yes, issues. it will. It's because what it's going around. to do is is they're going to be working out where iHeartMedia. And TuneIn will be able to share advertising. So TuneIn will get some advertising revenue in the deal to get those stations on iHeart. That's how it's going to work. Let's grab that call from Al real quick so he doesn't get his hand stuck, and then we'll... Al, can you unmute yourself, please? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead, Al. Go ahead, Al. Okay, there. Okay, Okay. uh, the Alaska. No, you guys never uh, feature a stage from Alaska. Okay. And uh, second of all, I couldn't find WLW on TuneIn Radio on uh, my device. Oh, do you? What do you have? Uh, Lady A. Yeah, maybe that's not through there yet. Maybe it has to get It, it, it is question. on Lady A, but you're going to say on Lady A is play WLW from iHeartRadio on Lady A, and it will work. Or no, no, can, he, he knew that, but he didn't turn. Radio, but yeah. I, I, I told him play it on TuneIn. Correct. Yeah. But, uh, but they may not have updated the Lady A app. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They're busy yeah. with Ziggy and all this other stuff they're doing. Right, this just happened are. today. I like the trade on the Yankees that Bill mentioned. Who was it? Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. No, well, Harry had another rumor about 15 minutes ago. So I don't know no, how this official that one thing. is, but we'll see. This one, right. I will come back after the news and make it official for you. How about that? Okay. So, so before we get sidelined on NBA trades, MLB okay. trades, and all that kind of stuff, I guess we better divert over to Jeff's news, award-winning news. I'm Jim Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Odyssey restructures its top 40 radio stations, and it's not good for local radio. Another AM station goes dark because the price of the land is worth more than the radio station itself. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and begin our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Readings. 
While the All Things Radio team was on vacation, the world of radio certainly churned out a lot of news. The big news this week was in the area of cutbacks at Odyssey. About a year ago, Odyssey made cutbacks in its country formats and its alternative rock formats, nationalizing their programs in afternoons, evenings, and middays. Well, the same thing has happened to Odyssey stations that program a top 40 format. We know that Odyssey stations all over the United States have had many of their on-air positions in top 40 formats cut. We don't have time to provide you with a list of all the people who have lost their jobs. However, we can tell you what's generally happening at all of the top 40 stations owned and operated by Odyssey. For many of these top 40 radio stations, middays will be handled by Julia, who's the afternoon drive personality, at radio station WBBM-FM in Chicago, Illinois. Josh Brubaker, who does middays at radio station KNOU-FM in Los Angeles, California, will handle afternoon drives at many of the top 40 radio stations owned and operated by Odyssey. Nights will be handled by Sean Sonic-Lecky, who works at radio station WBMX-FM in Chicago, Illinois. The next question here is what format will be next for Odyssey to consolidate? We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. What happens when the land for a radio station's towers are worth more than the radio station itself? Well, that's what's happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. WFNI AM is owned and operated by MS Broadcasting. However, Jeff Smullian, CEO of the company, has sold the land that the towers occupy because the land that the towers occupy is worth more than the radio station itself. Let's take a look at this in more detail. The land encompasses 70 acres, and those 70 acres will be turned into apartment buildings, office space, and an assistive living facility. But what of WFNI? The sports programming on WFNI AM will continue on two translators, 93.5 and 107.5, using the HC2 facilities of radio station WIBC-FM. In a statement to the media, Jeff Smolian, CEO of MS Broadcasting, said that this was just a business decision, and he is hoping to try to put WIBC-AM back on the air if possible. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to take a look at what's happening on the street. Salem Media has extended the contract for Sebastian Gorka, host of the afternoon drive show America First, which airs on Salem radio stations Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Sebastian Gorka has been hosting the show since 2019. iHeartMedia is expanding its Spanish talk format to Jacksonville, Florida and Tampa, Florida. In Tampa, Florida, the format will be heard on radio station WHNZ AM and its FM translator. And in Jacksonville, Florida, the format can be heard on radio station WFXJ AM and its FM translator. The format originates at radio station WRSO AM and its FM translator in Orlando, Florida. If you are a Sirius Satellite Radio subscriber, you might be interested in this particular piece of news. Sirius Satellite Radio has added the Platinum tier for $34 a month. This gives you access to all of Sirius Satellite Radio's channels and the ability to have Sirius Satellite Radio run on two devices at the same time. Congratulations go out to Chester Michaelis, who's the new program director at radio station KSAN FM in San Francisco, California. Chester Michaelis has been with the radio station since 2012. The station is owned and operated by Cumulus Media programming a rock format. Congratulations to the Vodka Boys, who are entering syndication on radio station KOAZ-FM in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show is syndicated by Compass Media and also airs on radio station KZC-EFM serving Phoenix, Arizona. In other news, what if you could make a request to your radio station using your Amazon voice assistant? Well, that's exactly what you can do with a cooperative venture between iHeartMedia and Amazon. Right now, this is available on a handful of radio stations owned and operated by iHeartMedia, including WCOS-FM in Columbia, South Carolina, with a country format. The service is also available in Phoenix, Arizona at KZZP-FM and in Dallas, Texas at KHKS-FM, just to name a few. Now let's move our microphones to Los Angeles, California, where an all Sinatra format is coming to a radio station. The radio station is KKGOHD3, owned and operated by Mount Wilson Broadcasting. The station had been broadcasting KKJZ-FM with its all-jazz format, licensed to Long Beach, California. That Christian hip-hop format is once again expanded. This time it's going to be heard in Portland, Oregon, on a translator on 107.3. The translator is owned and operated by the Educational Media Foundation, owners of the K-Love and Air One Christian formats. The Boost is a hip-hop-oriented Christian channel and will provide you with an edge 
capturing of this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Finally, the folks at WBTAM have added a new talk show to its midday roster. The station is one of the last stations that has replaced Rush Limbaugh with local programming. The show will be hosted by Pete Callender and will air Monday through Friday from noon till 3. This means that WBTAM will have live and local programming Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. till 6 p.m. Now let's begin a look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WBLSFM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in New York City is WSKQFM with a Spanish tropical format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one ranked radio station is KRTHFM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KOSTFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KFIAM with a news talk format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one ranked radio station is WVAZFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WBBMAM with an all news format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WLITFM with an adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, talk and sports reign supreme. The number one ranked radio station is KQEDFM. That's a public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KNBRAM with an all sports format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Francisco, California is KCBS AM with its all news operation. In Dallas, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KLUVFM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KZPS FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Dallas, Texas is KDGE FM with an adult contemporary format. In Houston, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KODA FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KGLK FM with a classic rock format. And the number three ranked radio station in Houston, Texas is KLBJ FM with a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one ranked radio station is WSB AM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WSRV FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WALR FM with an urban contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WDAS FM with a number of contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WMMR FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WMGK FM with a classic rock format. Out on Long Island, the number one ranked radio station is WAXQ FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WBAB FM, also programming a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out on Long Island is WCBS FM with a classic its format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOLA FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KLYY FM with a Spanish format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Riverside, California, also programming a Spanish format is KLVE FM. In San Jose, California, the number one ranked radio station is KQED FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KBRG FM with a Spanish adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Jose, California is KRTY FM with a country format. Finally, out in New Jersey, encompassing the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one ranked radio station is WAXQ FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WBLS FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out in New Jersey is WCBS FM with a classic its format. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Lowe's, followed by Progressive Insurance, Indeed, Babel, and Geico Insurance. Finally, you know you're getting old when you read this story. Did you know that MTV on August 2nd will be 40 years old? And it's hard to believe it's been that long that MTV has been around. I remember spending hours listening to MTV with the VJs, Mark Goodman, Alan Hunter, Nina Blackwood, JJ Jackson, and Martha Quinn. And what was the first song played on MTV? 
You guess it. Video killed the radio star by the Buggles. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. And let the fun begin. Great job, Jeff. <laughs> that Jeff, speaking, speaking of speaking of the MTV uh, VJs, they are going to have a program. It'll air on the '80s on eight on Sunday on Sirius XM, and it'll also be available on the app or podcast about how the VJs ended. You know how when they were on MTV, how it all ended and why. So if you like that, if you like that type of things, Sunday at noon Eastern on the '80s on Eight, or you can podcast it on the app after that. I will tell you that I was a big fan of MTV back in the day, and uh, my, uh, and oh, I was too. And my roommate in college and I, we'd get together because I wasn't full, full living in Albany full time. I'd be on Syracuse on the weekends, and we'd spend nights uh, drinking beer and partying and listening to M- and listening and watching MTV. And it was pretty, pretty. I, I thought it was a pretty interesting. Uh, concept and now of course there is mtv uh it's a lot different today than it was then but there is mtv no classics so you can watch yeah. now, videos but not the same i like what they did the way they brought mtv classic on five years ago on the 35th anniversary they switched it for vh1 classic and they replayed the whole first hour of mtv oh, cool. all the videos all the commercials everything yeah. now, they had very few people watching that first hour because I'm sure. a lot of let me, let me answer your question yeah. bernie uh, it's ironic yeah. that it said that mtv was first song was video killed i happen to like the bugs i like i like their albums. i like that time. that video killed yeah. the radio star and it yeah. and in a way it did in, in in one way not that radio announcers are dead because of it but it killed radio in a sense that people record companies knew that they didn't radio wasn't the only way to promote their music and today it's even worse because they they could make people have playlists they can go to youtube they can go anywhere else to, to listen to the new, new and upcoming artists so well, they, I, I think that i think that mtv actually helped record sales and help radio because everybody still worked together at that time you know you, yeah. you heard the same music on the radio that you, you heard on mtv and so people were buying those records and people might yeah, they think that those radio announcers were live on MTV when they were doing those shows, but they weren't. Those were pre-taped, no. pre-recorded uh, segments that were put in with the music. But it, nevertheless, it, it was good. Go ahead, Sean. It probably didn't hurt radio, but it hurt some musicians because it turned to the 80s where you had to have the look and say someone who may not have been where before, they may not have had been the best-looking person, but they were very talented. When it came to video, oh, well, they may, they didn't get as much exposure because they right. didn't have that That's, look, that's that a good glamour. point because in addition to a great song, you had to have a great video to get yeah. on TV. So right. what's the year, what's the age about now with country? You know, obviously people like, let's say Reba McIntyre, she could still sing. She could sing as well as anything, but people like sure. that don't have Absolutely. hits after a certain age, right? Well, yeah. it depends. Like, I heard Neil Sadaka in concert on a recording on YouTube from uh, 2020, and his voice sounds as good as it did back in 1961 or 1959 or wherever he came yeah, out. He, he Paul McCartney says, okay. but, but, Paul. He says, but what he said is that he takes care of his voice. He didn't smoke. He doesn't drink. He doesn't, and he also notice how, knows how to train his voice and practice. And a lot of, like Nina Blackwood was happened to be a, a VJ on MTV, but she was also on the, the 80s channel last week, and she had a horrible problem with her throat. And you, you couldn't, you couldn't, yeah, record, I guess. 
you couldn't recognize her voice. And she was off yeah. the air, and they said that she was off the air because of the problem with her throat. And then she'd be back on after uh, getting some medical treatment. But uh, I haven't heard Martha Quinn on the eighties on the eighties at eight. But I don't listen to that channel all that much. But uh, uh, Martha Quinn is not on there. She is local in L.A. <clears throat> but oh, that's um, right. That's right. Mark Goodman is. Uh, so Alan, is Alan, Hunter, Alan Hunter is, and so and, is uh, Nina Blackwood. Right, and of course J.J. Jackson passed away a number of years ago. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, did you listen to MTV as well, Bernie? At the time when it was oh, uh, tons and tons, and yeah, all the time. And, and I, I, I don't know. How, and it was something that was kind of addictive in a way. I mean, when my roommate and I would turn it yeah. on, it was just like we wouldn't turn it off. And yet, my my ex girlfriend in Syracuse hated it. She thought it was the worst thing, and she thought it was horrible for her daughter to be watching these videos. I'll never understand that. Well, I'm but, glad you uh, broke up with her because she's a loser. I did yeah. break up with her, and she was a loser. <laughs> That's your ex girlfriend. See, Perry and I were the MTV generation. We were that. That's generation correct. That grew up. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, I was really annoyed because. Uh, here in Indianapolis, we didn't have it at first, uh, so I, I was not happy about that. But when well, we got it, I, I was, was so happy I was today. Totally I got addicted. stereo FM cable, I, and of, I could uh, get MTV and stereo. That was so cool. I have kind yeah, of planned out my uh, my feature then. stations for a few weeks in advance, and I happen to have found an hour or two hours of MTV on a video. Uh, with Mark Goodman, and would you like me to, to scope that down and to put a feature on for next week's air check? No, why not? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be great. Be great. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll... Oh, yeah. So what was the second song? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what the second oh, one... Oh, I, I used I, to know that. I don't know the second one, but I knew, and I happened to hear it when they did Video Kill the Radio Star. I used to know it, and I've forgotten. I forgot, too. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, a, it was pretty interesting at the time, and uh, like I said before, it was... Uh, it was definitely when the guy who started MTV and the guy who was involved with it was the guy who was the CEO of uh, of uh, iHeart, Bob Pittman. Absolutely, Bob Pittman. Bob Pittman, Bob Pittman right. and Gerald Moen, the uh, the uh, former uh, guy that was running uh, NPR. Okay, Jeff, we so got I, one other big story in the room. I can't believe Bill oh. Bill hasn't jumped in on this ten seventy thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just getting ready to. to do. I was just getting I, ready I told, to do that. I told my wife hey, before the show. I said. If I don't mention it, Bill will. I'll let him do it first. <laughs> well, I was going to do it when we started, but Jeff said not to, so uh, I did. Uh, yeah, he jumped, yeah. He yeah. Said, we're sick of Indianapolis. Yeah, we're <laughs> sick of... Oh, by the way... Oh, don't even go there, Bill. <laughs> no. We, we, we had a caller who threatened me over that, so I've been yeah. I've Well, been that guy's a loser anyway. And I'm a loser, so... But that's okay. I wonder if, I, that, call, Bill, I wonder if that caller is going to threaten us over doing these Iowa things now, Well, too. I don't... You know, like... Yeah, for twenty five. I, I could care. I could care less if either. Right, I could care. You do. You do what you do. Oh, right. Go ahead, yeah. Bill. Go ahead. All right. So anyway, Denison, California. I've been. Oh, sorry, forgot. I've been doing this for <laughs> twenty five years. I'll oh, keep continuing. Yeah. So anyway, um, we heard the news. Doug actually, DJ Doug, tipped me on it. It didn't surprise me. I, I it's because there is more of a local outburst than what I thought. You know, people are a little upset about it. Yeah, are the signals that they're going to ninety three three and whatever are they are they good signals? Is it going to cover the area? Because uh, ten seventy would have a good daytime AM signal, being right in the middle of the dial and pretty pretty good. Spot. I'll let Bernie comment on that. I've I've got my opinion. Okay, so here here's the thing. You're you're right. They got a good AM signal, but the the key. The phrase there is AM. Right. Uh, That's the key. And, and I don't care. If you're working during the day and you're in an office building and you want to listen to yeah. you know, the sports, you're not going to listen to it on AM. 
Right. Um, what they've done, they've strategically placed these now. Uh, one is kind of on the south side, and one is more north. And I, I mean, they cover pretty well, but they are really just translators. So they're not going to be perfect. And the problem, Unfortunately, there's an old saying that says money talks and nobody walks, uh, Bernie, and that's, uh, that was the whole point. Can't they, all right, I don't know the rules, but can't they take the, whatever their best signal is and turn that into that? You know, In other words, now they're not translating an AM signal because there's no AM signal to translate. So can they take 93.3 or the other one and say, this is the new blah, 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 and that's our, you know, our, our station and, and maybe upgrade that way? Well, I suppose they could, right, Bernie? I mean, they could take 97.1 and say, well, Panky didn't work after 15 years. We're going to switch your format to the fan. They could yeah, do that. They, could, yeah. they definitely could do that. They definitely mm-hmm. could yeah. do that. Do they have any teams on that yes. state, you know, like the yes. Colts or the They do, they do, they do. And this is where it could be a problem. I mean, all right, now they... they they actually do use 97-1 to help carry the Colts games, but then you come up with the Pacers. Well, and that works pretty well, except these last few days we've had some FM skip roll through. You know, there's no... Yeah. Which mean, is common when it's hot like this. Right. Well, so, here's yeah. the other part of the problem, Perry. As, as I said in my newscast, Jeff Smolian has pointed out that he's like he's trying to find another way to put 1070 back on the air. That's not as easy as not going to happen because you happen. you have to find the land, then you have to find then you have to redo the whole licensing again and right. get all this approval from the FCC, and that's just not and going to happen. There's there's one other issue when like if 1070 comes back on, they now are the low man on the totem pole when it comes to protecting everybody else. That's right. They, at, at this at this point, they were like the third position, but when they when they go off, if they come back on, they're last. Right, and they're going to be. I don't, think, I don't yeah. think you'll. I don't think you'll ever hear them back on. And I think that's yeah. what happened to fifteen ten here. They're on, but and I'm in Quincy, and they say their transmitters in Quincy, but that's a much weaker fifteen ten than I used to hear. Well, that's because they're not at the same tower location that it no, used to be. Right, and, but I mean, they were in Waltham, right. and now in Quincy. I don't think I get them. They moved from Quincy to Waltham, and then back Quincy now to be near Marshfield. But they don't probably don't come in any better than they did when they were in Waltham. You know. And, and I know you talked about them being in the fours and. The ratings with two translators, how much of that was actually affected by 1070 or how much was it because of the two translators? And is this probably the biggest... Is this probably the biggest station of all the AM sign-offs? You know, that I've ever seen. Number three behind KNX and then the one in Canada. Where else have you seen... I guess we've we've had a few others. Where have you seen a fifty thousand watt AM station sign off? No, not really. Not really. I mean, K- KNX is yeah. still on the air on ten seventy. Yeah, no, but he's not saying that. But what he's saying is, you know, if he, this is like a BZ signing off. This is like a KDKA right. signing off. Yeah, right. They're ten thousand at night, right? Right, right. Right. Yeah, so, the, the reason they're ten thousand and right at night is they changed their directional pattern to protect them because of Canada. That's why they have six towers, and that's why they have so much land. <laughs> well, there you go. It's so valuable, right? And know. so, uh, by the way, uh, Bill, thanks to our producer here in the five one five, the second song on MTV was "You Better Run" by Pat Benatar. You better, Pat oh, Benatar. Yeah, and now we and, yeah. and we do have some hand raise. And we have Jerry, and we have Joe Sorensen. How about if we get to Jerry, and then we get to Joe, so okay. we can uh, go on here. Let's get, Joe, can, I mean, Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, I'm already there. Hi, guys. All right. 
I, that was a great song. I'm already there. Okay. Uh, I have a I have a question. Uh, what is the average like? Let's say you, you have a radio station and you want to put it on um, TuneIn or iHeart, you know, to stream. What, what is the what do you have to pay iHeart or TuneIn to, to to do that? Zero. Well, an individual station they might have paid something, but the uh, and that'd be smaller. Okay, like for example, WATD in Marshfield, local station, they're on TuneIn. They probably have had to pay a little fee. What's happening here with the Clear Channel, with the iHeart stuff, is that millions of dollars just changed hands, you know. And and yeah. I did verify Al is right. Uh, it, it, it word hasn't gotten to Miss A yet, but uh, it will, I'm sure, at some point. But you, you know, that's a company wide decision. They're all going to go, and they're going to get a whole bunch of money, and uh, everybody be happy. But a little station, you. You know, it, it, I'm sure it's the number of listeners, the size of your market, and all that. So, you know, I'm sure Ed Perry pays a certain amount, but it's nothing like the big the big boys, you know? Well, Ed Perry is selling WMEX, and, it's, and the guy that's buying it is Larry Justice, along with other investors. Oh, Larry's going to buy that. Okay. I can so. tell you a little story about TuneIn. When we were first starting out, we were doing radio lookup, and... I was putting in stations like kind of like TuneIn or they come on after I think we had started. And that's how I was able to get my station on there real easily when I did it was because of that. You know, we had been in early and working mm-hmm. with TuneIn. And so that's how the legend got real easily on TuneIn because a lot of people can't get their stations on TuneIn today. So that's... Uh, well, Joe, um, can you unmute yourself, please? And Light 365 kicked us off the air. So, Go ahead, Joe. You just unmuted yourself. Go ahead. Joe or Alan, whoever. He Joe, muted himself Joe has muted himself again. And he muted himself again. Right, Joe, well. try one more time. We'll have to come back to you later. Okay. Yeah, go hey, ahead, Joe. Now. What do you know? Uh, okay. I, we, we All right. Did we uh, one one more bit of uh, old business? What did we get? Anybody on their iPhones find out about Anthony Rizzo? Oh, he is to the Yankees. No doubt about it. It is. Okay. It's close to done, but it isn't done yet. I'm guessing okay. what happened, Chris, is the Yankees got him to keep him away from the Red Sox. I right. would think so. That's normal. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. And what's the guy's name? When Ken Rosenthal reports in, yeah, you know it's pretty well. It's a done it's deal. Pretty close, yeah, yeah. That's right. So okay, we'll get back to more news on that we'll after survive. the next Don't break. Worry. Yeah, but uh, I have a quick question: How many watchers WPTR in Albany were they? Fifty thousand? Yeah, they were fifty thousand day and night, but they do not exist anymore. On fifteen, they don't. Yeah. It was a regional, one of the regional fifty thousand watts. It boomed up here into New England and into Canada, and it was beaming north northeast and uh, the Great Northeast. They used to call it. And oh, yeah. uh, that's what they covered. So uh, right. and we got it well here, but especially up in New Hampshire. It was like a local station at night up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, other question I was asked KXL today. KXL used to, when yeah. I visited Cleveland in the 70s, they were really loud there. Yeah, they, they yeah. were in the middle part. That's right. Here's ahead, a Bill. question that was asked to me today, and I was supposed to ask it. All right, and the, we're talking about the AM dial here. How many stations can you get from Mississippi? I'm not talking about the Internet or some other states. I know, realistically, not Alaska, but can you listen to stations from Mississippi no. or Alabama? Not from the Northeast, not from where I am. No, not, not, from not, even, no, from, no. not even from here. I mean, you, I can get like really this. A- 
I lived on the Gulf Coast. You really couldn't uh, on AM. On FM, you'd get some trop from there, but not really on AM. Now, I used to be back when WOKJ used to exist on 1550 in Jackson, which was a soul station. They, you could hear them pretty in certain oh, parts yeah. of the What about that station night. in Montgomery, Alabama, WBAM? What, I forgot the frequency they were on. Do you remember Seven, what that frequency? 740. 740. 740. I think they had oh, they some cover. I think they had some minor coverage in the yeah. South. And oh yeah, they ha- they had they came in really good down in Miami. In fact, they used to play Dixie every night when they went off the air. You know, a lot of stations in that. the South, a lot of stations in the South down there used to play Dixie when they went off the air. Yeah, they did. We're going to get Jennifer upset with us. We haven't gotten to her yet. Right, oh, but yeah, the yeah. last one was Houston, Mississippi. You I remember just thought that? it was a great uh, question that Bill <laughs> asked because uh, I remember being in Mississippi in the late 80s yeah. and going all the way through the state and could not get a cell signal anywhere on the <laughs> that is about one. true. You know, yeah. there's a lot of truth to that. trees all up and down the interstate. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. But we used to get one at sun, sundown with bread. It was 50,000 watts from Houston, Mississippi at 940. Oh, um Yeah, I think there was one on 870 Mississippi back in the day. I don't know they yeah, but the main questions you guys think about out there in the audience and let us know at Jeff at all things net or Bill at all things net. All right, let's do Jennifer's call letter and format changes. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the weeks of July 6th through 29th. KNDH FM 96.7 Carbondale. Colorado changes slogan from your radio to Indy 102.3 WENI AM 1450 South Waverly, Pennsylvania changes slogan from news radio to the Patriot. WENI-FM 92.7, South Waverly, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from Magic to the Met. WENY-AN 1230, Elmira, New York, changes slogan from News Radio to Magic. WKPQ-FM 105.3, Cornell, New York, changes slogan from Kickin' Country 105.3, to Bigfoot Country, WPFQ FM 102.1, Hornell, New York, changes slogan from Q102, the Queen Bee, to Retro FM 102.1, WZHD FM 97.1, Olean, New York, changes slogan from 95, 96, 97, Bigfoot Country, to Cool Radio, WZMFA. AM 1460 Tunknuck, Pennsylvania changes calls to WGMMAM KCFA FM 106.1 Arnold, California changes format from regional Mexican to Spanish contemporary Christian KNTO FM 93.3 Chalchilla, California 
changes format from regional Mexican to Spanish contemporary Christian. KYNTAM 1450, Yanktown, South Dakota, changes slogan from Yankton's home team to KYNTFM 102.1 and AM 1450 to Radio Amistad Cristiana, WLZN FM 92.3, Macon, Georgia, changes slogan from Blazin 92.3 to Macon 92.3, WCOH AM 1400, changes calls to WRZM AM, and that's from Noonan, Georgia, WAXI FM 104.9 Rockville, Indiana changes slogan from True Oldies 104.9 WAXI to Super Hits 104.9 WAXI WACA AM 1540 Laurel, Maryland changes calls to WDON AM KYBJ FM 91.1 Lake Jackson, Texas Changes calls to KVUJFM, WPLA FM 93.5, Saranac Lake, New York. Changes calls to WLGRFM, WTNQFM 104.9, La Follette, Tennessee. Changes calls to WPLAFM. WLTG AM 1430 Panama City, Florida changes format from rhythmic CHR to classic hits. KLUQ FM 93.3 Herman, Missouri changes calls to KRTK FM. KPTT FM 95.7 Denver, Colorado changes format from format not available to CHR. WULK FM 94.7 Crawfordville, Georgia changes format from country to talk. KYNO AM 1430 Fresno, California changes calls to KFIG AM. KFIG AM 940 Fresno, California changes calls to KYNO AM. WCLM AM 900 Laurel, Maryland changes calls to WACA AM. And those are your call letter and format changes. For this week, for all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Just to clarify, the the, the, the one in San Jose, California, they all, the, all they did was change frequencies for each radio station. So the oldie station, which was on 1450, I think it was, is going to 940. It's going to have a lot better signal. Yeah, yeah. And just so people know that we know, it's Olean, New York, and Elmira, New York. And we would uh, Jeff and I would probably mess up the Midwestern ones, but we, you know, so we want to get it, get it right for the show. So anyway, but Jennifer does a lot, and she did great on those La Favorita. I like La that, Favorita. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
There was a oh. station I picked up in Alabama, WTAK 1000, and WROA 1390 in Mississippi. I could pick them. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. See? Good. Yeah. How Some about if we get to can. our next feature? Because the next one's a little bit long. It's one from Perry that put in. This is one Perry can take the blame for. Perry sent this to me, and I had to, <laughs> I had to edit, I had to edit it down so that it could go within the. I still made it maybe a little bit long, but this goes back to March twenty second, nineteen seventy nine. WHO and boy, you, they are covering some stories and news, and it's breaking and going fast. And this is kind of like you'd watch, you'd turn on your TV today. But here we go back to 1979. The old Harlan Hotel in the 1500 block of Locust in Des Moines caught fire late this afternoon. News Radio's Bill Lindstrom is on the scene with a live report. Bill, first of all, tell us when the fire started. Well, it uh, apparently started just shortly before 3 o'clock. No one happens to know right now who called in the uh, fire alarm. But at this point, the fire appears to be out. One fireman arrived at 3 o'clock. Large uh, clouds of black smoke and flame were erupting from the roof. Uh, one passerby happened to be a Des Moines youth, Robert Powers. He says he was walking toward the building about a block away when he when he says he suddenly saw the black uh, smoke and flames erupt. He says he didn't hear an explosion. But at this point, the fire appears to be out. No injuries. The building has been vacant according to employees around the area since late last year, and so that appears to be the uh, the uh, scene right at this point. Bill Lindstrom, WHO News. Uh, Bill, before you go, can you locate this exactly for us? This is on a Locust, uh, exactly where? On what, si- what side of the street? Okay, we've got it on the uh, south side of the street that's right on the corner of 16th and Locust, and of course, as Captain Jack said, uh, the traffic is blocked off about two blocks on uh, either side of that hotel. How many floors is that building? It's a three-story building. Uh, again, it's vacant. Uh, the fire appeared to have been uh, isolated around the back of the building and up in the roof. Okay, would you say the lower floors pretty much uh, have, were not touched by flames? Did it seem they were, it was more up in the air in those higher-flop floors? From what I can tell, the uh, lower floors are pretty intact. No no smoke damage even that I can tell. It appears to have been isolated up to the top floor of the building, up okay. to the third floor. Okay, Bill, stay put. We'll be getting back to you for an update. Dave? Yeah. Uh, this is Captain Jack again. I'd like to add one uh, thing about the traffic jam. Fleur Drive northbound. People are coming that direction. It is backed up all the way to Bell Avenue, uh, coming northbound there. So if you normally take Fleur Drive north, you better plan on going on uh, Bell Avenue over to Southwest 9th, Southwest 7th, one of those streets, because you're just going to get yourself in a tremendous traffic jam going uh, north on Fleur Drive right now. Are they still down to two lanes there at the bridge? Uh, it is two lanes both directions. Four lanes total. No problem that way, but it's backed up bumper to bumper all the way to Bell. Because of the fire. Right. Uh, see, the people are getting to Locust, and they want to, uh, they're going north on uh, Fleur Drive. They want to turn on Locust, and they don't know where to go, so uh, traffic is just a mess near Tech High here. Well, at least we got Fleur Drive open from the floodwaters just in time. Right. Yes. <laughs> Iowa Senator Roger Jepsen has strongly denied reports that he received campaign funds from South Africa. Jepsen reacted to a story in the New York Times outlining South African interference in various U.S. government activities, including the Jepson campaign against Senator Dick Clark. Clark has been a critic of South African racial policies. Jepson told News Radio's Washington Bureau the reports are evidence that some members of the news media refuse to believe Jepson won the campaign fair and square. There, just like in any organization and any occupation, there's always a few that, that uh, want to deal in sensationalism or will let
let their personal feelings get involved, as I feel sometimes has happened in my case, and uh, and use the power that they have with the with the written word to let their personal feelings uh, uh, essentially verbally assassinate someone. Jefferson says the incident reminds him of Alice in Wonderland, in which the Mad Hatter ran around making nonsensical statements, unquote. Relatives of a woman who died from injuries she received at the Des Moines City Jail have been awarded $65,000 in damages. Details on that from News Radio's courthouse reporter, Pat Sweeney. Raymond Lang filed a lawsuit against the city of Des Moines and charged negligence resulted in the death of his mother. Joan Lang was a patient at Broadlawns Hospital in the detoxification unit when she walked away. Des Moines police were notified, and when they found her about five hours later, police arrested Lang for intoxication. According to the plaintiff's attorney, Lang was placed in a solid steel jail cell when she began having delirium treatment convulsions and fractured her skull. Lang was comatose for seven days before she died March 27th. The jury was out for four days before awarding $65,000 in damages. Pat Sweeney, WHO News Radio. 406 at News Radio, a rainy forecast coming up next. You know me? I'm Tom the Coach Sherlock. I used to be a waiter for the Rusty Scupper restaurant and show that America Express card. Don't leave home without it. AccuWeather, a flat flood watch in effect for the state. Cloudy and damp tonight with showers and dense fog. Some of the rain may be heavy in spots, and a thunderstorm could pop up as well. The lows tonight, 36 northwest and 50 southeast. Windy and cooler tomorrow. The rain may end as some wet snow in the north and west. There could be some slushy accumulations. In central and eastern Iowa, there will be some additional showers, with temperatures falling into the 30s in the west, but remaining between 50 and 55 in the east. Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, breezy and chilly, with a chance of snow flurries in northeastern Iowa. The highs on Saturday, 34 to 46. In the Des Moines area, overcast and damp tonight with showers and fog. Some of the rain may be heavy and there could be a thunderstorm low near 40. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, breezy and turning colder with more showers likely. The high 47, but temperatures may drop into the 30 by day's end. Rain showers continue to fall in scattered sections of southwestern, west central, south central and east central Iowa. Radar weather shows heaviest showers located in west central Iowa between Omaha Council Bluffs and Atlantic. The heaviest showers in east central Iowa, located just south of Cedar Rapids. We have 55 degrees with light rain reported in Lamoni. Also here in Des Moines, it's 55 degrees under cloudy skies. Here in the capital city, easterly winds at 12, humidity 72 percent, and the pressure falling from 29.61. Eight past four massive traffic headaches this afternoon. Captain Jack has an update. Okay, Fleur Drive in particular has just backed up as much as, well, just every Northbound on Fleur Drive because of that fire. Locust is closed off at 1817 16th and 15th, those streets in particular, but uh, the lights here in front of Tech High School are not arranged to take care of this kind of a problem. We've got to get some uh, kind of a direction here from the police, but it's going to be a, a major tie-up here for quite some time. So try and avoid Fleur Drive northbound. That's a big thing. Now, Fleur Drive, if you're going southbound, no major problem there. Both lanes are open southbound and both northbound. There's very heavy traffic in that area. Other than that, we have no access report in the capital city. You shouldn't have too much trouble, but I'm um, just kind of pleading with you, if you can, to avoid uh, Fleur Drive northbound, go on over Southwest Ninth or uh, some other way. Anyway, Dave? What about Grand Avenue on the uh, backside of the hotel? Is that open okay? Grand Avenue is okay. Uh, you won't have any trouble going west on Grand, but the problem is people going east on Grand, when they get down here where it turns into Locust Street, are being forced to go south across the River Bridge. And uh, by doing that, uh, we, we're getting quite...
quite a few people that don't want to go to the south side going to the south side. 55 degrees in Des Moines at 9 past 4. The Cass County Treasurer has resigned after an audit uncovered what county officials consider questionable bookkeeping practices. Eileen Meyer of Atlantic turned in her resignation to the County Board of Supervisors. She had served as Treasurer of Cass County for four years and was just beginning her second term. Wapalo County Sheriff Bud Irwin took the witness stand today in the first day of testimony against 16-year-old John Franklin Jr. of Eddyville. The sheriff told the jury he saw a trail of blood inside the Franklin home when he arrived there on the morning of January 4, 1978. Under cross-examination by defense attorney Al Parrish, Irwin said he did not investigate a number of footprints found behind the home. Young Franklin is standing trial as an adult in the shooting deaths of his father and stepmother. Peace in the Middle East is closer to reality today than ever before. After the Israeli Knesset took a pre-dawn vote to approve the pact, the White House went into high gear with plans for next Monday's signing ceremony. The open-air celebration will be on the north lawn of the White House. 1,200 guests have been invited. On Monday evening after the signing, President Carter, Prime Minister Begin, and President Sadat will go to the National Cathedral for an ecumenical prayer service for Christian, Jews, and Muslims. A state dinner is planned on the south lawn Monday night. Two university professors, one an Israeli, the other a Palestinian, say the peace treaty between Egypt and Israel will not end all the problems in the Middle East. Palestine-born Dr. Elias Tumas and Dr. Menachem Brinker are in Des Moines for a public seminar on the Middle East. Brinker says there appears to be no danger of total war for the next few years, but he says Israel has not gone far enough on the Palestinian issue. Tumas says the area has been important to the U.S. for not only for oil supplies, but as a proving ground for military weapons. There have been uh, some charges, and probably not, not uh, necessarily only charges, but uh, truth that some of the modern weapons developed by the United States have been sent to Israel for experimentation, where you can experiment with them there. You give them to your friends and, and relatives and uh, trust them to, to experiment with it. The Soviets so. did the same with Egypt. Oh, with sure. Sure, sure. The Americans had some other opportunities to, exper to experiment their weapons because they had wars. Vietnam, the Soviets had no war. The public seminar is scheduled for tonight at 8 p.m. at the Grace Methodist Church here in Des Moines. Meantime, Greg, Israel is taking precautions against the possibility of attack by hostile Arab forces, as we hear in this report from Howard Arnstein. Israel is prepared for a possible attack from the east with the signing of the Egyptian-Israeli peace treaty. Military sources say there is some concern here that Syria, Jordan, and the Palestinian guerrillas may try to open hostilities to mar the achievement of the first peace pact between Israel and an Arab state. But military analysts say that would be a mistake on their part because the Israelis, with the Egyptian front quiet, would be able to concentrate their efforts against the Jordanian and Syrian frontiers. Diplomatic defense sources say the Israeli army is currently at a peak of readiness and stronger than it was at the outbreak of the 1973 war. Howard Arenstein, Tel Aviv. President Carter spent today reviewing the nation's battle with inflation. At the same time, White House News Secretary Jody Powell was telling reporters that despite the huge jump in corporate profits in the early days of the Carter anti-inflation battle, there are no plans to seek tax curbs on excess profits. The Carter peanut warehouse controversy may become a 1980 GOP campaign issue. Details from Bob Berkowitz. Three would-be Republican foes of President Carter stood up for nearly an hour bitterly denouncing Attorney General Griffin Bell's appointment of a special counsel 
instead of a more powerful special prosecutor to handle the Carter peanut warehouse probe. Senators Howard Baker, Bob Dole, and Lowell Weicker called on the president to take matters into his own hands and appoint an independent investigator. Weicker, a former member of the Senate Watergate Committee, called for creation of a similar panel to look into the peanut warehouse allegations. Does any American be assured that the election laws, the securities laws, the banking laws of this nation are being applied to President Carter and his family as well as they would be applied to any one of us? And Baker added the president has a duty to clear up any clouds of suspicion. Bob Berkowitz, Capitol Hill. Here in, Tomo in uh, Des Moines tonight, we're getting overcast showers and fog with a low near 40 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, breezy, and some more showers are possible. The high tomorrow, 47. Right now in Des Moines, it's cloudy, 55 degrees at 414. The United States isn't the only country eyeing Mexican petroleum, as we hear in this report from the Christian Science Monitor's Paul Cunningham. Oil. It's probably the most worried about resource ever to come gushing up out of the ground. And now, with Iran exporting only a trickle and OPEC raising its prices, the industrialized world just can't seem to get enough. But if the U.S. expects to get some relief from Mexico's newfound supply, President Carter has to face some stiff competition. France, Canada, Japan, Greece, and Brazil are some of the thirstiest clients lining up at Mexico's door. And some of them are offering deals sweetened with the oil technology and expertise that Mexico needs. Mexican oil officials say proven reserve total only 40.1 billion barrels. And that's not enough to go around. But the U.S. is the natural buyer. Being a close neighbor, shipping the oil would be relatively cheap, and Americans could easily provide the needed technology. So although tough competition exists, the U.S. is still in the bidding for Mexican oil. I'm Paul Cunningham of the Christian Science Monitor News Service. It's a quarter past the hour at WHO. Captain Jack has an update on uh, the traffic scene in Des Moines, and we do have some problems. Yes, we definitely have some problems right here in the River City. And speaking of that, the rivers are starting to go down. In the uh, Des Moines area right now, uh, Fleur Drive is open, all four lanes. You won't have any trouble on that account. However, a fire in the downtown area this afternoon has caused Fleur Drive northbound traffic to move at the rate of about uh, six, seven car lengths a minute, and uh, that's about as fast as it's moving right here in the Waterworks area. Please avoid Fleur Drive northbound temporarily anyway. Come on over to Southwest 9th or 63rd or something else, other Fleur Drive, until they get this opened up. Locust is blocked off at 18th Street, and so that's what's causing the major problem here, and the traffic lights are not set up to handle anything like this. Also, Grand Avenue, if you normally take that eastbound and you go across uh, right in front of Tech High School, you're going to find that you're going to have to turn south. So if you normally don't turn south, you're going to be in problems because you're going to end up in the south side of Des Moines. So try and avoid Grand Avenue going eastbound if you normally go that direction, unless you want to go south. There's no problem. Fluid drive south moving smoothly. Now, Grand Avenue itself moving west, no particular problems there. The streets that are blocked off are Locust at 14, excuse me, 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th, and that's causing our major headache right now, and the traffic rush really isn't even started yet. Dave? It is cloudy in Des Moines right now. We do have some rain showers scattered across west central, south central, and east central Iowa, but it's certainly comfortable out temperature-wise. It's 55 degrees in Des Moines. We'll take a look at that forecast right after this. For those who need help with marital, family, or individual problems, the Des Moines Pastoral Counseling Center offers a caring relationship and professional counseling. Special consideration is given at the center to both the spiritual and emotional needs of each individual. For more information, write to the Des Moines Pastoral Counseling Center, 632 Woodland Terrace, Des Moines, or phone 288-6728.
It's what you want to hear and what you need to know. It's WHO News Radio, our most timely listener service. A flash flood watch is in effect for the state. Cloudy and damp tonight with showers and dense fog. Here in Des Moines, overcast and damp with showers and fog also. The low near 40. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, breezy, turning colder with more showers likely. The high 47. Temperatures may drop into the 30s by day's end. Variable cloudiness, breezy and chilly tomorrow night with a chance of some snow flurries. The low 26. The AccuWeather forecast for the Des Moines area from meteorologist Paul Knight. Overcast and damp tonight with showery rains and fog. Some of the rain may be heavy and there could even be a thunderstorm the low near 40. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, breezy, and turning colder, with more showers likely the high 47, but temperatures may drop into the 30s by the day's end. Variable cloudiness, breezy and chilly tomorrow night with a chance of some snow flurries, the low 26. Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine still on the chilly side, the high near 40. For WHO's AccuWeather, this is meteorologist Paul Knight. Right now in Sioux City, rain with 38 degrees, Dubuque 58 and cloudy, Waterloo 53, Burlington has 59 degrees, and Mason City 47, Ottumwa 59, Lamar I report light rain and 55 degrees. Here in Des Moines, we also have 55 degrees under cloudy skies. Winds out of the east at 12 miles an hour. Humidity now stands at 72%. Our pressure is falling from 29.61. It's 418 with a look at Wall Street Journal business news. Here's Larry. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 3.55 to 861.31, pushing the index to a new closing high for the year. In the broader market, gainers finished with a 9 to 5 lead over losers and volume was around 34.5 million shares. In the business news, right Rising jet fuel prices are expected to cause some hefty air fee hikes this year, but that doesn't mean an end to discount travel bargains. TWA, among others, is planning a new cut rate deal. TWA is asking the CAB to approve a weekend fare permitting two adults to travel anywhere in the U.S. for the price of one full fare ticket. The discount would run from April 18th through June 16th. Meanwhile, the West Germany's biggest contract order ever, it's agreed to buy 32 of Boeing Company's 737 jets. A bidding war may be shaping up for the purchase of international papers, oil, and gas properties. Mobile Oil is offering to buy them for $765 million, $60 million more than the price International Paper agreed to accept a few days ago to oil and Southland Royalty. And the Justice Department has gone to court to block Emerson Electric Company from acquiring controlling interest in Skill Corporation. The government contends that proposed combination could reduce competition in the manufacture and sale of portable electric tools and gasoline chainsaws. The next business news at 4.50, Larry Wentz, WHO News Radio. It's raining in Sioux City, 38 degrees. Cedar Rapids has rain 55. Elsewhere, skies are cloudy. Mason City, 47. Ottumwa, 59 degrees. Burlington, it's 59. And Waterloo, 53. What is F&J Home Center? Well, it's a year-round home show. VGI and conventional loans. Residents won't be able to get rid of their large, bulky trash items this spring. For the second year in a row, the City Public's Work Department has dropped its week-long spring cleanup. Public Works Director Leo Johnson. The last one we had was in 1977. Uh, last year, we did not have one, and we don't intend to have one again this year. We uh, ran out some figures here the other day, and we thought it would probably be in excess of $70,000 to uh, perform a spring cleanup. Johnson says he'd rather use his crews to clean up sand on the streets or fill potholes. But the solid waste collection crew will pick up 18 bags of trash between April 9th and May 4th. The usual limit is 12 containers per week. Johnson says he hopes the increased limit will encourage residents to throw out leaves rather than burn them and cause pollution. A coalition of anti-nuclear groups have planned what they call a group act of civil disobedience at the Duane Arnold Power Plant this 
Saturday. Members of the group known as the Iowa Mobilization for Survival say they plan to block the main entrance of the plant at Palo. They'll be protesting the reopening of the station, which is owned by the Iowa Electric Light and Power Company of Cedar Rapids. Group spokesman Steve Marsden says the coalition includes representatives of Free Environment, Citizens United for Responsible Energy, and the Iowa Public Interest Research Group. Members will meet with the Lynn County Sheriff to discuss that demonstration. In the meantime, the new movie, The China Syndrome, has some utility officials here in the Hawkeye State worried. Iowa Illinois Gas and Electric Company in Davenport has issued brochures to its employees explaining that the cover-up of safety problems at a nuclear power plant in the movie is purely fictional. Utility spokesman Sam Wilson tells WHO News Radio the movie is a thrilling one, but at the expense of the fact. I think it's important that the public realize that uh, this movie is not uh, a real-life situation. This is not a documentary. This is all fiction, and it's uh, it's just another scary tale about nuclear power, which unfortunately has been associated with too many scary tales. Wilson says most utility employees are aware of proper safety precautions at nuclear power plants, but he says Iowa, Illinois Gas and Electric wanted to give its employees the best information possible to handle questions from friends and relatives. The head of the National Governors Association urged Congress today to create a $200 million trust fund to help states with what he called the nightmare of hazardous waste. Kentucky Governor Julian Carroll testifying before a House Committee on Chemical Byproducts told committee members, quote, we simply have been struggling along on a wing and a prayer. Carroll suggested industries doing the polluting be billed by the federal government, repaying the trust fund in full. An explosion rocked an oil distribution terminal in Ironton, Ohio today. Flames were sent hundreds of feet into the air, and authorities report at least three people were injured. A spokesman for the county sheriff's office says it's not yet known whether the blast occurred in a gasoline storage tank or on a barge on the Ohio River that was pumping fuel at the time. Police say flames from the explosion threatened a nearby tank which held thousands of gallons of gasoline. Dozens of residents were evacuated from the area as firemen from companies in Ohio and Kentucky fought the flames. Participation in the food stamp program has been boosted by a change in the rules as we hear from John Holloman. The number of people who got food stamped in January went up to nearly 18 million. The Agriculture Department says this is an 11% increase from the December level. Congress and the administration agreed to take away the requirement for anyone to pay for stamps, and that new rule went into effect New Year's Day. Assistant Agriculture Secretary Carol Foreman explains that in December, a family might have had to pay $60 for $100 worth of food stamp benefit. But in January, that same family would not have had to pay anything for a stamp, but would have received only $40 in benefit. She says the rule change allowed more of the really poor to participate for the first time. John Holloman, Washington. 427 coming up within the next few minutes. We'll have a live update on the fire situation at the old Harlan Hotel over at 15th and Locust between 15th and 16th. And we're going to have uh, school lunch menus right now from Pam Kulik. Good afternoon. Ankeny schools will serve fish on a bun with tartar sauce, corn, banana half, and lunch menus will be repeated on News Radio tomorrow morning. Pam Kulik, WHO News Radio. <laughs> Well, there you go. And, thanks, and, those milk, and those milk containers with the wax that dripped all over the milk, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah and the paper straws didn't work. That's <laughs> correct. I had to throw that in there. I had to put that part in there because I thought. No wow. sports. I, I, see, what they were doing. But was, there, was, like, there was sports in there, Chris, but it was very little. Really? Because yes, what yeah. they used to do, BZ used to, I assume now, I, I don't know, Perry, you were young or maybe you weren't even there yet, but uh, WHO, I assume, was adult contemporary during the day, and then they would do the news out, maybe uh, news uh, four to six or so, and then maybe do some talk and, or sports talk. Or, uh, I think in 79 they were actually doing more talk than anything else, though. Yeah, they, yeah, they, were, yeah they were, and they, had, they did have sports talk at night. 
songs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's they were ahead because BZ played music up up through the late eighties, and it would have, but they'd have that four to six news yeah. slot. But the funniest thing they were, they were was the, the best thing was say for almost last. That was just a week before Three Mile Island, and so the whole thing where they're talking yeah. about the China syndrome and oh no, they, these companies wouldn't cover anything up. I read a book about Three Mile Island for work, and they sure did. So uh, yeah, okay, guys. I like I like the story about they had Senator Dick Clark. That was kind of cool. Yeah, Walter, can you can you come <laughs> yeah. on in? You, you're unmuted. You got it right oh, today. He's an Iowan. He he would know about this. Go, stuff. go ahead, Walter. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Um, as someone who lives in the in the in the area where that fire is, I can tell you right. Uh, the, they said it was between 15th and 16th. Mm-hmm. Now there is a uh, classic car place in that oh. in that uh, space. So uh, I thought you were going to tell us the traffic jam was still going on. I, I was afraid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, well, <laughs> well so let me ask you a question. What, what kind of area in downtown Alb- in downtown Des Moines is it? Is it a bad area? Is it a? Is well, it, a- it, used, it, it well, when I first moved here about 22 years ago, it, it used to be. Uh, it, it has gotten quite a bit better since then. Um, we, I mean, we still have yeah. our street racers and, and our loop scoopers and, and stuff like that, but uh, it has uh, gotten a lot better. And um, Is course, it an area that they were building up or that's becoming gentrified and they're putting in lots of new apartments or lots of new property down in that area? Is that what's happening there uh, yeah, well? they got uh, Yeah, they got you know places with the, they got planters and, and, and places... Uh, and there's uh, a and there's a sculpture park down there. Yeah, and just I was wondering if that, like that was did they ever find out if that was an insurance fire because you know an empty building catching fire in the middle of the day. You know, it's kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, I live in a neighborhood and, where they did that. But you know, and the he, interesting thing the interesting thing about Captain Jack, he was actually an air traffic reporter, and, and he was up in the helicopter, and uh-huh. he did that for WHO for years and years and years. And outside I remember of that, him. outside of that, he ran a Christmas tree farm oh wow cool. <laughs> all right very wow. good thank you very much walter thank you and uh who has a great nighttime signal they do yeah yeah real good daytime they have a real good daytime i, I even got it here in the winter time sometimes right in right in between wbz and whn i could pick it up wow were you living in quincy at that time for, uh, uh, braintree just a little further away from the coast and the BZ's transmitters in Hull, so Quincy would have been a little harder. But I could get, and I was telling people the other day, they used to have the twins in the summer. And yes, of they course, did. I could get KDKA as well, uh, which was, wasn't easy to get either of them, WHO in particular, but I could do it at night sometimes. I had a nice helicrafter, so, yeah. Oh, that's, why, that's why they, for years and years and years, have, like the Iowa football games in the fall, they will replay those at 11 o'clock at night. night. And, yeah, and that, well, it's 11 o'clock yeah. now, but that's why they do that, because people from around the country then can Listen to their Iowa football games. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they well, have. I, the big, I don't think they have the big news blocks like they used to. I'm sure that that. No, not. no, they don't. And they really When don't. I moved to Louisiana in '81, yeah, I remember that. I could hear because I could, you know, I'd still check in to WHO with stuff because you know my uncle lived up there, and I kind of like, and I'd hear those at nap time. It was ten o'clock at night. I think was there ten. Back then, it, back then it was ten o'clock, but now they've moved it to eleven o'clock. Yeah. And I used All to right. To that. How about if we move on? And okay. Uh, and I'm going to just talk a little bit, very briefly, because I talked about it in the intro. But I want to dedicate this air check to Chuck Lore, the famous consultant who put KFWB, KDWB, and KEWB, stations owned and operated by Kroll Collier, on the map by changing the concept of radio, calling radio color radio, and also calling radio frequencies channels, trying to compete with television. And it was successful for him. His big consulting job was, that, was also with WCFL, and he was very famous for his creation of jingles 
most notably the ones for WCFL used in 1976 and the jingles used for WCBS-FM. And when the, when the Mets won the World Series, and I believe it was 1969, in October of 1969 is when WCBS-FM became a progressive rock radio station and they used the package produced by Chuck Lurie. So that's all I'm going to say about Chuck Lurie and I will talk about him later on uh, in, in future All Things Radio shows. Well, we'll get this going. Will I have time to check on all my trades and stuff, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about four, it's about 15 minutes or so. Oh, good. I All will. right. This week, we're going to remember a radio icon. No, he's not someone that you probably have heard of, but his name is Chuck Bloor. Chuck Bloor was a radio consultant who came up with the idea of color radio. And radio stations didn't transmit on frequencies, they transmitted on channels. And he believed that all the radio announcers on his radio station should have an individual sound of their own. And while we were on vacation, we lost Chuck Bloor at the age of 92. This week, we're traveling to Los Angeles, California, and we're going to listen to radio station KFWB AM. Chuck Bloor put this radio station on the map, making it a very, very successful radio station until the inroads of Boss Radio came in 1965. The radio announcer we're going to listen to is Wink Martindale. You know Wink Martindale from his work doing game shows on television, but Week Martindale was also a very, very successful radio announcer working in Memphis, Tennessee, as well as Los Angeles, California. This week we're traveling back to Los Angeles, California, and we're going to hear how Week Martindale sounded in 1965. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Radio Station KFWB AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. LA Weather! Cloudiness with a few sprinkles, especially near the foothills today, becoming partly cloudy this afternoon. High temperature, 66, low tonight, 50. Atop the KFWB time and temperature tower, make the mark of the mercury at 5.9. That's 59 degrees in KFWB country. L.A. Today, a news feature of your neighborly Savon Drugstore. Get hot or go home. KFWB, here's a freeway warning bulletin. The Golden State Freeway, southbound at the Glendale Freeway. Now, are you listening? You aren't listening. The Golden State Freeway, southbound at the Glendale Freeway Interchange, is congested due to a truck on fire. LAPD says the traffic's backed up to Alameda Street in Burbank, and motorists are advised to use an alternate route if you can find one. Oh, about 9 o'clock this morning. Al Pickens reminds you to keep Saturday night, July 3rd, open. He'll do that at 9 o'clock this morning. 24 minutes before 9, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders. Uh, mess up our mind here in a second with a new song. It's a guess. It's called Just a Little Bit Too Late. Do you feel beaten? Are you completely bushed? When day is through, and are you a drag? Or can you brag that everybody envies you? Today for KFWB Country People, 59 degrees now, cloudy, 23 till 9. 
Martindale program from KFWB, Wednesday, June 2, 14 till 9 o'clock. Here's Marty Robbins. There's a discovery sound from 1963 on KFWB. Wink Martindale program, Wednesday morning. Ruby Ann, Marty Robbins time, 12 till Hal Pickens time at 9 o'clock. Don't forget, for an instant hit, if you want to vote for it, make sure you do tomorrow morning between 6 and 7.30. And our instant survey of songs, it's called Call Karen, part of the Winker program every morning. 59 degrees outside. Best-tasting filter cigarette, Winston. Golden tobaccos up front. Mister, why are you waiting for the light to change? Schlitz, real gusto in a great light beer, is selling its bargain pack of six king-size bottles for $1.49. Okay, go. KFWB. Silhouettes, Herman's Hermits, KFWB reminded you to join the Herman Hoymans fan club. Started right here by yours truly and Gene Wee. Just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Wink Wheat, Herman Hermits fan club, H&H fan club, KFWB, Hollywood 28. <laughs> That tiger has something to roar about. It's Tiger Tag Days at your Pontiac dealers. Yeah. Now you can get a brand new 1965 Pontiac for no more than you'd pay for a Ford, Chevrolet, or Plymouth. Now you can own a new 1965 Pontiac for as low as $49.89 a month. <laughs> so rush over to your Pontiac dealers during his Tiger Tag Days. Remember, a brand new 1965 Pontiac for as low as $49.89 a month. <laughs> Today's the day, the very last day of your Pontiac Dealer's Spectacular Tiger Days sale. Not tomorrow, but today. Hurry to your Pontiac Dealer's today. Look for the big orange and black Tiger tags on his 1965. <laughs> what are they? Pontiacs. Yeah. Make a deal like you've never dreamt of before. Roar out in a car you can really be proud of. A new Tiger of a Pontiac for no more than you'd pay for one of those so-called low-priced cars. Yes, as low as $49.89 a month for Pontiac. There's no time to lose. Rush to your Pontiac Dealer's and do it. Do it today. Wink Martindale here, and the bumps are here, too. Right now at all Tom McCann shoe stores, you can buy one or more of those chubby, lovable little bumps you've been hearing so much about. They just cost a dollar, and they're available to bump club members only. So get your bump today at any Tom McCann shoe store, and if you, if you don't belong to the KFWB Bump Club, get your official membership application and any carton of Coca-Cola. Send it to Bump, KFWB, Hollywood 90028, or a reasonable facsimile will do. Join the KFWB Bump Club and get your hip little bump character today. This is 
Pete Rogers, KMWB News. It's 855, it's 60 degrees. In approximately 22 hours, a Titan II rocket is to carry astronauts Edward White and James McDivitt into the first of 62 orbits around the Earth. According to a late weather report, conditions at the Cape Kennedy Space Facility remain satisfactory and should be that way for the entire four-day flight. Six minutes after the blast-off, McDivitt will use maneuvering jets to gently ease Gemini 4 from its Titan II and into orbit, ranging from 100 to 185 miles above the Earth. Some two and a half hours later, McDivitt depressurizes the cabin and uses controlled jets to rendezvous to within 20 feet of the orbiting Titan II second stage. About a half hour later, as Gemini 4 approaches Baja California Peninsula, White will walk into space using his handheld jet gun. He will walk to the Titan, but remain a few feet from it, and then after picture-taking sessions, will return to the capsule to continue other important experiments on the 97-hour tour. Vietnam. North Vietnamese anti-aircraft gun shot down two more U.S. Navy planes today, killing all five crewmen in the heaviest single air loss since raids began on the north. In ground action, U.S. military headquarters disclosed another major setback. A government spokesman says the communists carried out three successive ambushes Tuesday, which took a toll of 160 government troops killed, wounded, or missing 223 miles northeast of Saigon. In naval action off the coast, U.S. 7th Fleet ships bombarded communist positions at the South Vietnamese coastal city of Quang Nai to help block an expected red offensive 340 miles north of Saigon. Washington, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee will meet tomorrow to consider President Johnson's very special request for $89 million in extra economic aid to Southeast Asia. The president told a news conference the money is needed and outlined how it will be used. Be WB News Time, 8.57. Wherever wheels are turning, no matter what the load, the name that's known is Firestone, where the rubber meets the road. Imagine getting a brand new Firestone tire for only $5. Yes, it's true. When you buy one new Firestone Nylon Air at our current advertised price, you get another just like it for only $5. They come in white walls and black walls, tube-type and tubeless, and they're made with Super Tough, Firestone's new miracle rubber for extra mileage. They carry a no-limit nationwide guarantee against all normal road hazards for the life of the tread, with replacements prorated on tread wear at current Firestone retail prices. But this offer ends Saturday, so buy one new Firestone Nylon Air now and get another just like it for only $5 plus tax on the pair. No trade-in needed, no down payment necessary on the Unicharge plan at your nearby Firestone dealer or store. Leopoldville, a woman is yet unidentified, has told authorities in the Congolese city of Paula she survived the massacre of 75 white hostages at the hands of rebels in Buta. Her story, if true, would indicate there is little hope for any of the 109 persons still held captive by the insurgents in the area around Buta. Southern California, builder Herman Rappaport has offered to pay the additional $12 million needed to construct the proposed Beverly Hills Freeway under the surface. Rappaport, in a meeting with the city council, says he will make up the additional money if he were granted a 100-year lease on the ground above the freeway to build a $100 million wall. 
The Dow Jones 11 o'clock stock averages 30 industrials down 4.31, 20 rails down 1.83, 15 utilities down 0.91, 65 stocks down 1.89. Today's volume to 11, 1,590,000 shares. The weather in KFWB country just ahead of Hal Pickens. Cloudy this morning, partly cloudy this afternoon, tonight and tomorrow, with a high today of 66, low tonight 50. Atop the KFWB time and temperature tower, make the mark of the mercury at 6 that's 60 degrees. For KFWB News, this is Beach Rogers. It's 8.59 at KFWB, Los Angeles. Mr. Tambourine Man, the birds are two minutes past nine o'clock. Well, there you go. A trip back in time to June 2nd, 1965, as we remember KFWB AM in Los Angeles, California with Week Martindale. And, of course, we're also remembering Chuck Bloor, the consultant who put KFWB AM on the map. If you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want a little bit about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great one, Jeff. Well, that was quite a brave, when you think about the way L.A. was, uh, that was quite a brave decision for KHJ to jump in and, and do the do the Drake format, because KRLA was doing well, too. They both were. They were both really good stations, very popular. I and like KHJ the KFW was, radio sound, you know, but I think the only thing that today wouldn't go over would be the, all the, the the horn noises and things like that. But, I, but yeah, again, yeah. that yeah, was what was that big was in worse. 1965. I mean, uh, I love that Save-On drugstore, that Save-On commercial, Vons uh, Supermarkets drugstore. Oh, the one I like was Firestone. That was always one of my favorite commercials. So yeah, and that was the original one. That was not one that yeah. was remade. That was the original one when it originally yeah. aired on the radio, Chris. So you brought Boy, they wouldn't have voted for my principal. Yeah. They called him Chrome Dome, and nobody liked him, and then uh, nothing would have happened for him, that's for sure. Well, because WABC had the principal of the year contest every year as well, <laughs> if you remember correctly. So uh, got a lot of stuff, a stereo and a, a clock radio and everything. Pretty good Yeah, stuff. that's pretty yeah. good prizes. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna turn over the bills so we can wrap this up. I know, Chris, you want to do some work with ACB after this, yep. after this yep. show. So, And, Bill, I want to get my 15th cup of coffee. Coffee. And well, I how think the gin and tonics? Are you, are you out of gin now? No, no, I, I, I can't do that too much when I'm uh, doing a show live. Yeah, like that's this. a good yeah, idea. Yeah, but Jeff, after yeah. the show, you can. I can, and, right? And I can. If anyone in, would like to come over to my place, we can certainly uh, no, celebrate here. We're, we're right encouraging there. you I'm to do it. We're, we're going and to. And it's a really nice, I don't know about you, Jeff, but we, it's a wonderful day today here. It's just so nice. It's, it's cool. Cool, and, cool weather, oh, yeah. Wonderful. All right, guys, I'm going to get ready to get that cup Yeah, you can do that. We're going to go watch the draft and watch the Pacers. Screw up the draft. One I don't even have a first round choice, so I can yeah. do without it. Yeah, I think you can do without it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, back to all of what we're doing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Panel, everyone. And, Jeff, here's your featured station. One of the things I do when presenting featured stations is to look at various radio markets. This week, we're traveling to Anchorage, Alaska, and we're going to listen to radio station KZNDFM. The station programs an alternative rock format, and while it may not be as good as some of the major market radio stations, it really is a pretty good-sounding radio station if you like alternative rock music. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station KZNDFM serving Anchorage, Alaska, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Alternative Anchorage. Taste the rainbow. Let the love light got me home. Oh, no sense in stopping now, though. Go time! 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. This is what 
94.7 Alternative Anchorage looks like in the morning without makeup. Oh, my God. Still in? Alternative. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Why do all the masters come out at night? Why do we sleep when we want to hide? The artists and songs that matter. 94.7. 94.7. Alternative Anchorage. Alternative Anchorage. You can listen to us on your phone. Just search 94.7 Alternative Anchorage and download the app. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage and Erickson Unlimited present Hairball! July 30th outside at Coots. Hairball's an experience you don't want to miss. The ultimate tribute to arena rock. Hairball transforms into the biggest rock icons in the world. Tune in every weekday at 7.40 a.m. and 5.20 p.m. for your chance to win tickets. Not feeling lucky? Buy them now at AlternativeAnchorage.com. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana for use by adults 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Dude, what is that guy so mad about? God, he definitely needs to chill. He should drop by Tundra Herb Company. You know, the shop on 6th Avenue. Oh, my back is killing me. He could use a good mellow. Tundra Herb Company has plenty of solutions for him. With CBD oils, balms, gummies, and bath bombs. Tundra Herb Company even carries fire eater sodas and Red Run Hashade. But it's the devil's lettuce. Tundra Herb Company can't prevent you from becoming an angry old man. But they can help you relax. Tundra Herb Company, 520 West 6th Avenue, right across from Town Square. License number 3817480. It's time for your Anchorage weather forecast on 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Cloudy today with a chance for scattered showers. Daytime highs approaching 67. Northeast winds at around 5 miles an hour. Cloudy skies tonight. Scattered rain showers likely. Flows level off around 54. Scattered rain showers again tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 63. Overcast skies. That's your forecast on 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. I'm meteorologist Megan Mulford. Currently, it's 58 degrees. Alternative music. Hey, this is Adam from The War on Drugs. Hey, what's up? This is Jack Antonoff from Bleachers. More alternative now. Hey, this is Mike from the 975. You're listening to 947. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Seven Alternative Anchorage. You are home for new music discovery. Hey, check it out. Found something? What is it? Not so long ago, we found this. AJR. Way less sad. That is AJR and way less sad. A 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. All-time low coming up. Here's Candlebox now. 1994. Oh, what a good year. Here's Far Behind on 94.7. Now 
like ending a text message with a period. We're real serious about alternative music. This is 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Period. Alternative Anchorage. Likeable and shareable on social media. Except for MySpace. Lost that password years ago. More music on 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Milky Chance, Colorado. New music discovery starts here. and River on 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. Good morning, Brad here with you. Coming up 7.40 this morning, we're going to play Rock and Roll Name That Tune. Give you a chance to win some hairball tickets. They're coming to town a week from today, July 30th, outside at Coots. Details and tickets at uh, alternativeanchorage.com. We'll talk more about that at 7.40. Give you a chance to win some tickets. Here's STP now and Creep. Technology's come a long way since the clapper. Listen to 94.7 Alternative Anchorage on your phone with the 94.7 Alternative Anchorage app. KCND Houston Anchorage. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. It keeps going and going and going. Alternative Anchorage. The app puts 94.7 right in the palm of your hand. Stream us anywhere, anytime. Seven Alternative Anchorage. It's Foster the People. Man, I love Sum 41. Reminds me when I was a kid in high school and hanging out with my good friends, Jim and Stifler and Oz and uh, the taste of a fresh made apple pie. My life was just like a movie. Sum 41 now into deep. It's 94.7. 94.7 Alternative Anchorage. United under the flag of alternative. Well, I'm not really sure what the flag of alternative really is. You just got to hear radio station KZNDFM serving Anchorage, Alaska with their alternative rock format. If you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to play, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line. It's open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. 595 and of course hit option two for the podcast team for all things radio live i'm jeff bennett 
This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live.